0: Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast, I'm Zachary Phillips. In today's episode, I want to discuss with you the fear of silence and moving towards a more mindful existence. So recently, I've I've started to notice just how much I fill myself or fill my mind with external stimulation. You know, I'm an avid reader and an avid podcast listener. I'll always be listening to a podcast if I'm at the gym driving to work. You know I'm listening to a book or listening to you know intelligent people talking. And the reason I'm doing this is because I want to get I want to become the best that I can be. So if I'm listening to someone that's got a lot of discipline, I'm growing my own level of discipline. If I'm listening to someone that's quite visionary, my, ability, my abilities to, to have a vision and to pursue that vision are also growing. So I'm always sort of putting those thoughts into my mind, which is, you know, like I said, it's learning and I think it's a good thing. But I've started to realize that there's a significant portion of my time is, is spent filling my mind with other people's thoughts in the terms of social media and, you know, random Reddit threads and a bunch of stuff that isn't quite useful i've I've recently started a meditation practice where I'll be seated for twenty minutes and just focusing on my breath in complete silence. you know and as I sit down and and start within thirty seconds, my mind's screaming at me to get up, do something, focus on something else, get some external stimulation in, which is to be expected with a meditation session but what i've what I've started to notice and some of the benefits of the meditation is that it's allowing me to see what my brain's doing in, you know, off-the-mat time or in, in normal waking time, you know. So I'll be sitting at home and I won't have music or anything on and I'll, I'll grab for my phone and I'll, you know, check social media, see see notifications, etc. I'll put my phone down and then in a very short time, my hand is just almost instinctually grabbing for the phone again to have another look. And I look and then I put it down and then I do it again. And it, it, it almost feels like an addiction. You know, I'm finding myself mindlessly reaching for it in the same way that I might mindlessly reach for some chocolate. If, if you know, there's a bowl in front of me and I'm watching a show, I'll mindlessly be eating it. And until, until you know, until the bowl ends, you don't realize that you're eating so much. So I've started to notice that happen. And then from there, I'm like, well, is this just me or is this people in general? And And this is something that you can do. Next time you're out and about, take a look. And look at people, they'll be headphones in, eyes down on their phone, and it's just constant. They're, they're, they're never giving themselves a chance to sort of be with their own thoughts. You know, consider consider your friendship group. I'm sure there's a, you know, a significant proportion of your friends that will be on your phone, on their phone, whilst they're talking to you. I notice that some people you'll be talking to them and they'll be texting, Facebooking, Instagramming all the while talking to you, if they've got a smartwatch, it'll be going off all the time, bringing themselves out of the moment and into that sort of digital world. I'm not against the technology itself. I'm against the way that it brings you out of the present moment and sort of forces this constant sort of beeping back to the back to the um, notifications, back to the notifications. And not only that, but it, even if the notifications aren't going off, it's sort of training you to like, you know, something's happening on online, something's happening online. And it brings you out of that moment. And there's, you know, I find there's a couple of problems here. The first one's the obvious one, is that if you're constantly being pulled out of the moment, you're losing all ability to be creative. So try and get into the zone of anything. And every five minutes, someone walks into the room and starts talking to you. You're not going to be able to be creative. You won't be able to write. You won't be able to to draw. You won't be able to do anything that requires prolonged focus. But... With our phones right there and social media right there, we're constantly doing it to ourselves. So for me personally, when I'm writing, I turn my phone off or if I do have it on, it'll be on airplane mode so that notifications don't come on and the internet doesn't work on it because I'm sort of too tempted to just get back to it and get myself out of that focus. The other thing is, is that if you're constantly filling yourself with other people's thoughts and, you know, this could be in a positive sense through podcasts or books, but it also could be in a mindless sense through, you know, random comment threads or just general social media scrolling. Every time you're looking at something like that or talking to someone or reading a book or all that sort of stuff, you're getting the author's thoughts into your mind. So... It's sort of a bit of a thing here that if you're constantly filling yourself with other people's thoughts, you're never getting a chance to explore your own. And if your mind isn't silent enough for an extended period of time, you won't actually ever get to see what you think on a topic. And, you know, part of me when I was thinking of talking about this was like, well, who, who am I to have any thoughts? Who am I to have any thoughts that are worth sharing or worth even exploring? You know, I'm no one and whilst there's some truth to that in the sense that I'm not a great mind in any stretch of the imagination but every time I talk to someone and get something from it I'm I'm hearing those people I'm listening to what that person is trying to project to me and I'm learning something and I uh, and the natural conclusion from that is is well potentially I've got something that I can teach myself and although it sounds like well yeah you should know what you know but it's it's not you might have to actually introspect and look internally and sit in silence before you can even become to be aware of what you know. So tying it back together, the act of sitting down for a daily meditation has caused me to realize just how addicted to social media that I've become. So now that I've realized that I'm taking active steps to note when I instinctively go for my phone as well as note down the impact that's having on my mind. With that in mind, years ago, I I decided to stop watching TV. And the main reason was that I recognized just how much of a waste of time it was. You know, if you spend one hour a day watching TV over an 80 year lifespan, that's equates to about three years. Three years of constant watching that is. And to me that was like a bunch of wasted time that I didn't want to, you know, commit the other than the time benefit the real benefit was not having adverts blaring at me since you know since about 5 years ago i've not watched tv i've not had those adverts on and speaking to me so much and i've realized that my desire for material things has significantly dropped why basically because you know i'm not having them constantly being sold to me and and just as a, as an aside when i talk about this people will bring up like oh advertisements don't work on me or advertisements don't work The thing is, they do. Think about the amount of money that big businesses put into advertisements all the time. Businesses don't like to waste money. If advertisements didn't work, they wouldn't be on TV. You wouldn't be getting, you know, targeted ads on your social media or on every website that you go to. Advertisements work, and they work on you. They work on me. They work on everyone. So I've realized that, and I decided to step back from it. So now I'm thinking, well... Advertisements are putting thoughts into my mind. Every time I'm on social media and I'm reading just random people—not even my friends—just just random people's comments on random things, I'm effectively putting their thoughts into my mind. You know, and it's—it sort of applies to every aspect. If if you're listening to to music or watching a TV show or anything like that that has violent themes, you're now getting violent thoughts into your mind. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. You know, some of the stuff that I watch—I love Game of Thrones. I read it. I've watched it. It's amazing. But, if I only watched that, I would be getting quite I would be getting those thoughts put into my mind. I would be feeling a bit more violent, a bit more hypersexualized. That's not necessarily bad, provided you're aware that it's happening. You know, and this is the argument against pornography. It changes your perspective on reality. Real people don't act like that. Real women don't respond to the way they do in those sort of in those sort of programs. Same thing in movies with happy families or with you know loving fathers. It's not realistic to to think that a real family life will be like it is in the movies. I'm not saying movies are bad, but they're not real. The reason I'm saying this is because if you watch too much TV or you you're, you're susceptible to that, you'll start to believe and start to compare your life to what you see on TV. Why why isn't my partner treating me like in certain movie here? Well, he's not treating you like that because that's not what people treat each other like. But it feels like to you at least that they should because because that's what you're seeing constantly. That's the example that you're seeing. And and I'm I'm talking from personal experience with this because you know, for those that know my past I I um I had a fairly fairly traumatic upbringing. So, I used TV as an escape and I'd be constantly watching TV all the time. You know, and and I realize now that I've stepped back from it that I I put a lot of value in friendships based on the cliches and the stereotypes of friendships that I saw in movies. You know, I saw how, how guys interacted and related to each other in a bunch of movies back in the day. And then I wondered why I didn't have those same relationships or the same amount or people didn't act the same way they did. And I I had a lot of self-confidence confidence issues. And, and And partly if, you know, my father was a bit more there for me and taught me a a better way to make relationships, I I would have had a better role model and it wouldn't have happened. You know, the TV itself taught me how to interact, but it also gave me, you know, bad habits and bad ideals in the sense that, well, not necessarily bad, but unrealistic. And and because of the difference between what I expected and what was happening in reality, I faced a lot of self-confidence and self-worth issues. So to finish off, I wanted to leave you with this. And I'm saying these examples because they're starting to, you know, trigger my own knowledge of how how much I'm going for social media or I'm going for external ent- entertainment in my own brain as opposed to just accepting just the silence and my own thoughts to bubble up and my own thoughts to deal with them. So ask I want you to just contemplate the following questions. When was the last time that you went to the toilet without going on social media. How much time do you give yourself after you wake up, before you go online? Before bed, as you're going to sleep, how many minutes do you give yourself between jumping off offline and going to sleep? When you're doing some housework, are you doing it in silence, or have you got music or a podcast or something like that playing in the background? Are you ever giving yourself any time to be alone with your thoughts throughout the day at all? And if not, does the thought of silence scare you? So I'd love to hear your feedback on those questions. And like I said, I'm only saying that because I've started to contemplate those questions to myself and I'm not really liking the answer. For me... I'm taking those steps, for example, the meditation to try and reset my brain and make myself be a bit more happier with my own thoughts. Please um, contact me and, and let me know what your level of um, social media use is or just external stimulation is and how you handle your own thoughts or if this is even an issue for you. Thanks for listening, guys. Now, to be an absolute hypocrite, um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me at Zach P. Phillips or from my website at Zachary-Phillips.com. And if you head over to YouTube, I'll chuck a link in the description, I've started releasing a one-minute insight video series, and they're basically like one-minute little podcasts that you can check out.